I'd like to talk to you guys about a woman named Ashley, Ashley Burkhart. This woman was a pudgy little white thing. Um, geez, I don't mean to say it like that. Um, but she used to work for um, uh, Berkshire Farms, or she probably does still. Um, but anyway, to make a long story short, this Ashley used to show up to the courthouse all the time, okay? And she would constantly be telling us that she had these services ready for us, okay? And these services were counseling and all this other stuff. And she showed up no lie y'all from may 2019 all the way into the conviction of november december at the end of 2019 all the way into january of 2020 the date that i got convicted all right was in it was in january of 2020 that i found out that i was convicted all right of neglect and how that is possible i don't understand because i went to the police station and the neglect charges for not getting a mental illness treated so that's considered neglectful and they were saying that i was forcing my children to see my hallucinations and my delusions if your house is robbed by someone and they run up and down the stairs in the back and they scare your children that is not a delusion that is not a hallucination that is a fact if you live in troy new york and you are surrounded by gang members that is not a hallucination or a delusion that is a fact. If you have procured Section 8 housing and your landlord decides that he is going to come in and out of your home and allow people to have keys to your home and your home happens to get robbed and someone happens to use your identity, that is a fact. These are things that needed to be investigated that never were investigated. So if you do not investigate something, how can you arbitrarily or contrary or contrary to the fact, okay, state that it is a hallucination or a delusion? How can you make someone lose a substantial amount of money, a portion of their business and make that be something that it is not? How can you say that someone said something they never said and did things that they never did in a capacity that is so criminal that it begs to be brought to the light of day? How is it possible for someone to take children, biracial children, okay, from a 50-year-old man, a 55-year-old man, and a 40-year-old woman or a 30-something-year-old, late? I was in my late 30s, so about a 38-year-old woman, how is that possible for you to take their children? You know, how is that possible? He would have been 58, by the way. But how is that possible? 57 going on 58. Three years is a very long time to go without your children. But three years of being underneath a cloud, a cloud that has been eclipsed by all clouds. The silver lining to this I have to find deep within my soul I have to think to myself that if my children had never gotten taken away from me I would not have the ability I would not have the strength to stand up and try to fight for so many more that are looking for this adjunctive advocacy that I have formed I will not go silently into the night and I don't expect other people to stop fighting their fight because they feel like people are not paying attention continue to fight Continue to live your lives. Do not give up on what you are supposed to be doing. If the objective is, is that you are supposed to be raising your kids in a land that is, that has always been the master plan. That has always been your plan. That's your purpose. I guess what I'm saying ultimately is, 
I told someone a very long time ago that I took my pain. I took every piece of agitation, every piece of frustration. I took every piece of the worst of me and put it into the best of me. I put it into this podcast. I put it into the 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 Legacy Passion Projection Program. I put it into so many different things. No one in this in this world has the right to tell you how to think. No one in this world has the right to tell you when you're thinking wrong. They only have the right to tell you when you're doing wrong. My thought process and your thought processes will never be the same thought processes. We are not from the same walks of life. We are not from the same strife. We have not come from the same plights. We have not been exposed to anything but night and day. That is the only thing that is the only blight that people can take in unison is night and day. The suffering night and day. The love night and day. The perseverance night and day. The contentment of going forward. Progress is progress, whether it's incremental or whether you're taking it by leaps and bounds. It's necessary for people to see that things are happening in their lives for a a positive purpose. And living outside of ourselves, living beyond our pain, living beyond the range from which we can speak about ourselves into the range from which we can actually feel others. There's so many good things that are going on in our communities. Please don't let the sadness within your heart ever eclipse the sweetness within your environment. I have days when I have to tell myself, I have to remind myself that although there are people out here that that are fighting for the best of the best, there are people out here that are still fighting on the opposite side. And ultimately, the only way that you can make things come together, ultimately, is by understanding We only have love. We only have truth. These are things that we have to align with our youth. If our youth cannot trust our words, at least that is something that I can say for people that are a lot older than me, okay? When they said they would do something, they did it. Their word was their bond. But now the people that I've been exposed to within my community, the people that I've been exposed to within my environment, the people that hold these official capacities, they have an inability to even align with their own core value. Their core value has been diminished in my mind because their integrity is flawed. If you cannot differentiate between fact and and fiction, if you cannot remember who people are, if you can't remember the underlying tone, if you can't clearly see how much you've hurt people in these communities, I don't think some of these people that sit as judges should still sit as judges. I don't think that some of these people that stand as lawyers should have ever passed those bars and graced the stages in order to say that they were performing a service for community. I think that some of these people should have checks and balances and that if those checks and balances are not put into place, that many people will fall by the wayside. Many legacies will continue to fall by the wayside from the misalignment, from the misinformation and from the lack of communication that has been established in so many different community in so many different communities. It's okay if you want to be 
isolated from other people. It's okay if you want to be introverted. It's okay if you're you're dealing with your trauma and you're dealing with your trials and your tribulations. It's okay if you take it internally. It's okay if you let a tear drip from your eye because you are mourning or grieving the moment. Okay? It's okay to feel emotions. What it's not okay to do, it's not okay to judge people. Not even the judge truly has the right to judge. For his judgments, he shall stand in front of God Almighty himself one day and stand and and for his judgment, he will stand. For his lies, he will stand. For all the good he has done, he will stand. That judgment works for everybody. But if you don't believe in God, that's fine. I don't... Hey, let me tell you something. The indifference of whether you are religious or not is becoming upon you and not just me, okay? I do not feel the least bit of of um and I don't feel any antagonistic type of way against anyone that doesn't have religion. About anyone that does not believe in God. About anybody that's out here that just doesn't believe. If you don't believe in anything, believe in yourself. Believe in change. Because that's what we're looking for right now.